Going on, welcome back to another episode of the wonderful Arsenio ZSL podcast, man. So grateful to be back as always. And man, it is good to have my voice back in general. So in saying that, here we go. Business English, we're talking about presentations. Now we're going to talk about delivery. We're going to listen to two different extracts, okay? And first and foremost, I want to give you a little piece of advice from someone, although I may or may not agree with this, but I want you to think of it from your perspective and ask yourself if you agree with it. So it says, did you know that almost 30 million business presentations are given every day? And yet in surveys, most managers say they are more afraid of public speaking than anything else, even death. To overcome nerves, a lot of presentation trainers advise you to just be yourself. Now, let me give you guys an example of this. People are so terrified of public speaking because they're afraid to be judged. They're afraid of what other people may think about them. Let me give you an example. I, uh, again, she probably still listens to my podcast and I just wanna thank her so much uh, for listening to my podcast. But you know, she was, uh, she was very honest in a comment and said, to be honest with you, I don't like it when you get very loud all of a sudden on your podcast. And, you know, and she goes on to explain why and this and that. And to be honest with you, that was the second time in six years that I got a comment like that. Another one was from an African-American woman, just a troll on YouTube saying, oh, well, you're a little too loud. And I'm like, at the pause of a button, you would never hear me again in my loudness. You don't have to apologize for being who you are. Just being yourself is easier said than done. But then again, if you are just yourself and you're in a culture, let's say the Japanese culture or the Saudi Arabian culture, or especially the French, you know, if you're in France, that's not good enough. Okay. If you are someone, you have to adapt to your audience, unfortunately. Now, me, if I were to, tone my voice down, I would probably have 200 to 300,000 less podcasts, okay? Less podcasts, like downloads, because I would be just like every other simpleton out there. Let me give you an example. How many other podcasts have you heard? Hey, how are you guys doing today? Yeah, so my name's AJ. We're going to talk about well, fuck all that. That's not who I am. I embrace my uniquity, and I do just be myself. And remember, I told you guys about a presentation at BIDC. They thought that me being myself and giving examples of my podcast was coming off as a strong, like uh, I was trying to hard sell. And I'm like, mother, I got, I need something to sell in order to hard sell. Oh, but your podcast, people, Thai people don't listen to me. And to be honest with you, yes, Thailand is probably the fifth, soon to be sixth on the all time list uh, in terms of like the most, the, the most listens uh, per country. But I didn't say for Thai people to listen to my presentation and my podcast. And to be honest with you, now that they were second, then they dropped to third and then the fourth because my beautiful Japanese, the Brazilians, the Mexicans, uh, the soon to be uh, Indonesians and then the Taiwanese. Listen, I didn't say Thai people. Hey, Thai people, please listen to my podcast and market my podcast for what? You're not even in my audience. This is a digital content festival. You think people, any of these people listen to podcasts? No, they're graphics. They're no, they need visuals. So they're going to be on YouTube more. And so I said, excuse me, 
If you don't like the way I give examples, you could fuck right off. I mean, I keep it hardcore as simple as hell. If you don't like how loud I am, you could tune out. You could tune out and believe me, you know, there are 13,000 cities and locations around the globe who have listened to me, who have listened to me. And do you know how many of them were just one play listens? Probably more than half. Why? When I say, what's going on? That's the end of it. They hurry up and tune out and say, oh, this guy either has too much energy or he's too loud. Goodbye. Find a monotone speaker. You got millions of them living out there in good old England. Okay, so today we're going to go into a couple of things. Holy shit. No, that's not who I am. And there it is. I'm not going to adjust my loudness for other people. Now, if you unfortunately uh, end up having, you know, hearing impairment and your ears end up bleeding because of me, I do apologize. And uh, but at the same time, I speak the way I do and I'm just going to continue doing exactly what I do. So to go back to the question to overcome nerves, you need to stop giving a fuck about other people. How about that? I stood on stage in front of 50 people in cameras when I first did BIBC. And in the audience, of course, Thai people, they, and Thai people, I was talking about it, they love sound effects to their videos. So if you watch any type of English language learners out, you know, English, uh, you know, people who teach about English, both foreigners, okay, and uh, what is it, Thai people, they have a lot of sound effects in their videos because that's what keeps the attention of Thai people. Thai people love that. And to be honest with you, me, fuck no. In my videos, fuck no. Do you know how many people would tune out by hearing all those damn noises? I am not five years old, thank you very much. All my Mexicans, my Brazilians, all my Latinos, all my Europeans, all my, uh, you know, uh, not so much Africans, you know, uh, all my, not much Australians, but you understand what I'm saying. Okay, if you want to go boom, bah, bah, go watch some fucking cartoons, <laughs> guys. Could I just give you a nice form of advice? So many people are scared to present because you're just afraid of being judged. But when you know exactly who you are and the people who do judge, like not judge, but give you constructive feedback, people who are above you because you want to be, you're seeking mentorship and you want to get like, you know, on the level of other speakers then there it is. But to be honest with you, if I ever stood in front of a crowd, I'm just going to be Arsenio. I'm not going to say, hello, well, I'm so happy to be here with you guys. Thank you so much for coming to my, my presentation. Get the fuck, hell no. And if you want me to do that, goodbye. That's not my audience. And you are not my audience either. Thank you very much. All the best in your search for a speaker. That's all there is to it. So if you make a podcast, then you end up seeking, and I'm going to give this last round of advice before we go into these extracts. Before I did that presentation, I told a trainer by the name of Boss, I said, oh, man, I'm a little bit nervous. He said, Arsenio, but you have a podcast. I said, yeah. He said, you're just going to do exactly what you do on the podcast on stage. Boom, all nervousness gone. I love the wisdom that comes out of people. And these, this type of wisdom, they come in so many different, <laughs> so many different colors, packages, you name it. And that right there changed my mindset forever. I said, you know what? You are absolutely right, boss. Thank you very much. I'm going to go switch this one out. And I went out and I did a phenomenal job. You know, I did, there was some, you, you know, I had contacted this guy for a little bit, you know, through 2019 up to the beginning, first quarter of 2020 and whatnot. And it was a fantastic, a fantastic, okay, um, a fantastic presentation, fantastic experience.
you know, and then from there, I just continue building up. And you know what, to be honest with you, right after I did the second presentation and the guy came up, he's like, Arsenio, that was the bomb. Then you had another doctor for a doctor from Chulalongkorn University say, dude, that was fire. Your energy is amazing. And guess what? Other people are going to say my energy is not amazing. They're entitled to their own opinion. But guess what? I love my energy. I love who I am. I don't need you to love who I am. I love who I am more than anyone else could love me. <laughs> With that being said, people, stop giving a fuck. Excuse my French. Stop giving a fuck about what other people may be thinking about you. Because to be honest with you, they may not even be thinking. They probably don't even use their fucking brain. Okay? So, with that being said, let's break this down. Let's listen to three people speaking. Okay? And then what you're going to do is concentrate on the way they sound. Okay? Do you think they're having a conversation or giving a presentation? All right? Now, again, like I said, conversation versus presentation. I give conversations during my presentations. I don't say, okay, so the next part if I need to, so people can follow me on my podcast, of course, and put in thought groups, such as what I'm doing right now, then yes, it's an English learning podcast. But at the same time, you know, I'm not going to use all these big words to try to wow people because I could give a fuck about them because they're not my market. See, when you understand your audience and your market, things get a hell of a lot clearer. Okay. So with that being said, I'm going to hurry up and share this. I almost did not share this. That would have been very funny. Now, the shot, the sound is officially being shared, and we're going to dive into this 15-minute clip of two people. So here we go. Extract A. They tried it. They liked it. So they bought it. Okay. Extract B. That's it. They tried it. They liked it. So they bought it. Uh, so what's the difference between the Extract two? Extract C. All right, here we go. We can never be the biggest, but we can be the best. Okay, is that conversation or presentation? Extract D. We can never be the biggest, but we can be the best. That sounds like conversation versus presentation. Extract E. Here we go. Did you know that the whole thing was absolutely free? Absolutely. But the British loves Extract F. Conversation. Did you know that the whole thing was absolutely free? There you go. You see that there's more emphasis when it comes to the presenters, right? Because you see conversational tone versus emphasis. Does that make sense? So in saying that, how is speaking to an audience, even a small one, different from speaking to a group of friends? Is it how clearly you speak, how quickly you speak, how often you pause, and how emphatic you are? The pause in the, in the emphatic, those two qualities is what you need in a presentation, period. Now, clearly, obviously, got to be very clear when you're speaking to friends uh, and especially given presentations. Quickly, it's more about emphasis than it is being quick. I've seen so many people like Tony Robbins, you know, when I used to follow him like six years ago, he would speak at a rate of 100 million miles per hour. He would. He would. And to be honest with you, I mean, uh, uh, you're only catering to one audience. But what I liked about Gary Vee when I used to follow him about four years ago is in the American audiences, he speaks a little bit faster. But when he was in Indonesia and in the Philippines given a presentation, he put in phenomenal thought groups. Lisa Nichols, a phenomenal speaker. She has so much emphasis. It's so beautiful. One of the most prolific uh, speakers I've ever heard in my life. Like she is so 
on Martin Luther King's level. That's how good she is. That's how powerful she is. You feel every inch of her word. A, 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 a speaker beyond comprehension. And that's what I absolutely adore about Lisa Nichols. And so if you hear some of her presentations, let's say at Mind Valley's Aid Fest, you would just be wowed beyond belief because the emotion that she puts behind each word is unbelievable. And guess what? Anyone in every country can understand her versus the ones who speak very, very quickly. And this is why Brendan Bouchard, my favorite high performance coach, who I'm on growth day with and learning so many different things. And I'm soon to do the highest performance certification probably coming up next year. So I could become a licensed high performance trainer and start doing things you know, around the world as I am already doing. He caters to his entire audience. He's like, oh my God, where are you guys all from? Oh my God, Nairobi, Kenya, Vienna, Austria, Kiev, Ukraine, Tokyo, Japan. And he knows that speaking very quickly is not gonna help. However, Anthony Trucks, who I absolutely love, who's another personal development coach, he has a tendency of speaking pretty fast. So it's all about those four things, how emphatic you are and how often you pause is how important it is when it comes to speaking like giving presentations. So what we're gonna do now is listen to Guy Kawasaki. He's the co-founder of alltop.com, all right? And so what happens here, you know, what we're gonna listen to, he gave a talk at the University of Stanford on entrepreneurship. Now, what you're going to do is think about where he pauses throughout his presentation, okay? Think about where he pauses throughout his presentation. Now, I'm going to read it first, and then after that, you're going to listen to it and see, okay, where does he pause? Now, I'm not going to put th uh, thought groups into his presentation, okay? I'm going to read it just as I do, full sentence, stop, full sentence, stop. However, his presentation is going to be a little bit different. So, in saying that, here we go. The first thing I figured out... Oh my God, what did he say? Oh my, I'll say that one more time. The first thing that I figured out and learned sometimes the hard way about entrepreneurship is that the core essence of entrepreneurship is about making meaning, many, many people start, com start companies to make money, the quick flip, the dot-com phenomenon. And I have noticed in both the companies that I have started and funded and been associated with that those companies that are fundamentally founded to change the world, to make the world a better place, to make meaning are the companies that make a difference. They are the companies to succeed. My naive and romantic belief is that if you make meaning, you'll probably make money. But if you set out to make money, you will probably not make meaning and you won't make money. What the fuck are you talking about, guy? But it is the truth. Now, it was so hard because there were no full stops, okay? Oh my God, why did I say that? There are no periods. Okay, there are no periods throughout that present throughout that little excerpt. And that's why it was so hard for me to, you know, to read it because normally when you have commas, that's where I put my thought groups. Now, I could have read his speech out loud with the thought groups, but that's what he is going to do right here right now. So, sit back people and uh let's get it in. Times the hard way. I'll do it one more time. Sorry. Figured out and learned sometimes the hard way about entrepreneurship is that the core, the essence of entrepreneurship is about making meaning. Many, many people start companies to make money. The quick flip, 
the dot-com phenomenon? And I have noticed in both the companies that I have started and funded and been associated with that those companies that are fundamentally founded to change the world, to make the world a better place, to make meaning, are the companies that make a difference. They are the companies to succeed. My naive and romantic belief is that if you make meaning, you'll probably make money. But if you set out to make money, you will probably not make meaning. And you won't make money. Very interesting. You see how much emphasis he has on those stock groups. It's easy to follow. Not as easy as me, but it is easy to follow. All right. So when it comes to presentations and to sum this up, people, there are so many things, okay, to consider. Um, to And again, when you look at having stress and where we pause and figuring out if there's a connection between the two, the effect of pausing is not so much about the stress, like the stress, you always put emphasis on the stress as you hear that emphatic voice. But again, Guy Kawasaki doesn't really have that emphatic voice. But if we look at the pauses and how he like puts those thought groups at specific words, then it kind of makes sense overall. So with that being said, and you hear how I actually put thought groups into my own podcast, it happens naturally. So you see what I did? I said, with that being said, thought group. And then another thought group here. Do you guys understand how important this is? So for you TOEFL IBT, you know, learners out there, I was just talking about it and you guys are probably going to hear it when I start cutting up these audios and stuff like that and start posting them for you guys in terms of the TOEFL preparation classes I kicked off. Well, you're going to realize the prolific, like how good those thought groups are. And again, if you're following me on IG or Senior ZSL podcast, you're seeing in my IG stories and on posts, how important those thought groups are in general. So with that being said, people, the delivery is everything. The delivery is everything. And so go check out a couple of Lisa Nichols uh, videos. Go check out Tony Robbins speaking at 500,000 rate per hour. Oh my God, we're gonna be doing this more and especially in the next season, which is going to be the upper intermediate season. You're, we're going to hear the different types of presentations given by some of the most outstanding individuals in humanity. Uh, so you can hear the delivery and everything. But with that being said, we're going to be diving more into structuring the presentation and using visuals and stuff like that. And, so, and given a short presentation in general, which I am going to be given for my pre-intermediate class at the company I coach at. And I'll definitely take out that audio and I'll put it into um, a podcast form so you guys can hear it. Such as what I did back in season three when I uh, had uh, given a presentation workshop at Yokogawa. So with that being said, people, thank you so much for doing Do another wonderful The Arsenio ZSL podcast. And again, if you guys got any questions, you let me know. I'll see you in the next one. Over and out. <laughs>